Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Dear Workwives. I'm Adrian. I'm Emily. And this and is I'm our second time. Deja vu. <laughs> yeah. This is our second time doing this because Adrian and I are trying to be big girl podcasters and we're failing um, right now. <laughs> we're failing so hard. Like I'm currently even just trying to turn the brightness up on my light. Um, we bought new equipment so that we would have better quality video and audio because we're not naive to how terrible our video quality is. Uh, but we don't know how to use any of it. It's not working. <laughs> well, our software, <laughs> the software we're testing, like kept telling us work. that Adrian's recording wasn't working. So we're like, Oh, let's just go to zoom. We don't have time to fiddle with this right now. So, so here next we are. time we will learn that we can't just like wing it and press record and right. it's going to be magic. Perfect. We have to set up probably 30 minutes of practice time at least. Yeah. And so maybe do something else during that time. Like we do have some clockwork things to talk about. So we could have done that. We could have reversed the order here. Practice, yeah, well. got it all sorted. But you know what? We live and we learn. And sometimes we learn the hard way. <laughs> so this week we'll be on zoom, but we have better cameras, but TBD, if that's even going to help, but yeah. it's not going to help, you know, the split screen camera situation. So yeah. You know what the perfect solution is? You just move, move here to Canada. <laughs> <laughs> so that we can be in person. In person. It'd be much better. Perfect. I think solutions have been found. So <laughs> let's use that. Okay. Okay. So get how- right on it. Moving my whole yeah. house. NBD. Family. Yeah. How are you doing? I'm fine. I okay. We already talked about this on our other recording, but my older child, my older daughter, wait, how does Teresa say daughter? Daughter. <laughs> my older daughter. <laughs> uh, daughter. She, daughter. That's it. Yeah. Daughter. She's feeling a little under the weather, just like another runny nose, but we're going to power through and stay strong. You know, there's I'm no not other gonna- option. I'm just not going to address it. So yeah, as I shared on our previous recording that no one will ever hear, um, that (laughs) if you ignore your problems long enough, they will simply go away Yeah, or get big enough that you have no choice but to deal with them. But right now we're not at either of those stages. So we will just ignore it. That's right. Yeah. I'm just ignoring because she seems fine. I'm not sick, mommy. So okay. Actually, you know what the problem was? So this morning I did wake up with like a little sore throat and I thought it was postnatal drip, but now I'm just remembering that yesterday on, I drove her to her therapy appointment Yeah, and she didn't have any water left in her bottle. And so she, I let her drink out of mine. That's it. (laughs) Fatal error. I was like, sure. Like she didn't seem sick before the appointment. And then all of a sudden she has a runny nose last night and I'm like, now I'm go. just, I'm looking at the water bottle right now that she drank out of. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. that's my fault. It's like that. It's like in the movie outbreak, when they go back to the exact moment that the monkey ate something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then licked something. I can't remember how it went down, but like, that's exactly what's happening right that's now it. for you. It's the moment it all changed. Like, what am I supposed to do? Just let her scream at me that she has no water. I mean, she's right. She's thirsty. I guess I should just not drink. Yeah. I just it. don't drink after they drink. Yeah. But like, I'm not, I also don't drink water. I'm perpetually right. dehydrated. I get it's thirsty, not a problem so for me. Like, you I can't should've... even go four seconds without having a sip of water. Yeah. So 
which is good. It's better like four hours because that's how long the therapy appointment takes. Yeah. James and I have this thing. Yeah. Where like, you know, you are one of those parents. And so is literally 95% of all the other parent friends we have who come they have the hat, they have the sunscreen, they have the water bottle. We just go with a hope and a prayer. And we just, (laughs) if we get thirsty, we're like, well, I guess we'll just buy a drink. Uh, If we forget a hat, well, I guess we forgot the hat. Good luck. Yeah. Like we just have never 10 years in have never figured it out. So we just, maybe you it. did, like, maybe you actually did figure it out. And <laughs> I need to n- not over-prepare in the way that I do. Like when we go to like the zoo or, you know, we're going to Disney, like I'm already thinking about like what all the stuff I need to pack. Right. To be prepared. Yeah. For a what if, or a, yeah, you have a baby though. That's different. I mean, did you do this when you were a baby or you were just like, no, we'll fine. We'll be fine. She has my boobs and, or he has yeah. my boobs and that's it. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I just think that it's like a different. Mm-hmm. It's like, so we'll get in the car. Like you're an Enneagram six. So I would think that you would actually be more like, oh, what if we need this? Or aren't we going to need this? Like, what if this happens? But you're not when it comes to parenting. I think because. I have thrown in the towel because I always forget there's always something that's forgotten. So I do my best to forget the rest. That's the point. You know, if I forgot the water, like, yeah. yes, in a perfect world, we remember the water bottle full of water. If we forget it, I'll just go to the 7 Eleven and get a drink. Like, it's fine. Yeah. You know, I also, yeah. I think it's when it comes to like, can I buy this thing that I have forgotten? Yes, then I'm fine. Yeah. There's always a variety store, there's always a Walmart. I can just like, let it go. I cannot tell you how many times I've gone to James's cousin. They live three hours away from us, gone to their house. They have a pool, forgot my bathing suit, forgot everyone's bathing suit. I'm like, well, we're just going to go to Joe Fresh and buy new bathing suits. It's fine. $100. (laughs) We went to his grandmother's funeral and forgot Oakley's entire suitcase. Suit. (laughs) Oh, it's all suitcase. It's all suitcase. So he had nothing. He had not one (laughs) stitch of clothing except for what was on his back. And we just went and bought all new stuff. It's fine. You know? that sounds like rich bitch type of stuff oh no you're like I'll just buy a whole new wardrobe for I'll just buy everything he needs but it's kind of like I can't what is the whole suitcase I know what's the alternative what's the alternative like stress about it like I think if I can buy a replacement very easily like I'm not gonna stress about forgetting something yeah because buying like a Gucci suit you're like going no I went to Joe Fresh and used all my points and you know what I mean like Joe Fresh points it's um it's like reward points for oh. whenever we shop at like this grocery store gas station or joe fresh we get all these reward points and it adds up quickly like we've bought in paddle boards barbecues entire what? wardrobes christmas gifts like uh um, what but- is joe fresh because it's such a cute brand you buy us stuff from there like as gifts yeah those time. are on points yeah <laughs> it's yeah. like um it's it's a it's clothing a store clothing brand but it's under the umbrella of Loblaws which is a huge grocery store chain here but I think yeah. think of it as kind of like Target's clothing brand okay but they also do have standalone stores because it is like a like a full-on clothing brand with like a lot of cool things you know we get a lot of our okay. stuff there so it's really cute I just never know where you get it now I know at the grocery store yeah I think there's a store in like New York City you know yeah, I've heard of the brand. I feel like when I was younger, it was even popular. Yeah. 
like a lot of like smiley face stuff joe fresh maybe yeah orange is orange yeah anyway i like it well good because you're gonna keep getting it because they have a they have a disney partnership so yes yeah that's where their disney jammies were from yeah 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 so coco's now obsessed with mickey so that's cute for us perfect mickey mickey lots of hand-me-downs more more mickey i turned on like mickey mouse clubhouse this morning and she was at more when it stopped playing for her she's gonna be so excited this weekend or this weekend this summer when you go to disney again i know it's like a 50 50 you know shot on is she gonna be absolutely terrified by the large you know mascot type creatures or is she gonna love it because it's mickey you know love it i have full faith it loves them which was like just really threw me for a loop because she does not like anyone and will not even like hug her grandparents but ask her to hug a giant oversized dressed up like a dinosaur or a mickey mouse like her favorite thing ever i don't get it but like maybe she doesn't know that there's well she definitely doesn't know that there's a person in there no she has no idea she thinks that's actually mickey mouse yeah if if i told her that she would freak out how dare you like a person in there betray her like that yeah i could never no she'll, she'll figure be it out. 40 and still she'll still hugging. think it's mickey mouse yeah <laughs> <laughs> me too honestly when i go there is a magic of disney and i'm like oh my god it's mickey mouse and i get like kind of nervous <laughs> i went in high school as like our trip yeah um just five, a group of five of us a, a parent uh one family took five of us and i'm not ashamed to admit that i cried when i saw aurora <laughs> Because she was my favorite princess growing up. Now I realize she's the most toxic of all of them. But as a child, Sleeping Beauty, yeah. Oh, yeah. As a child, I just loved the song and she was so pretty. And so she was just like, I felt very attached to her more so than Cinderella because I didn't want to have to work like that. Um, (laughs) And so I was like, oh my God, it's a You know, like it was a huge, and Tinkerbell, oh my gosh, I was so obsessed. Wow. But we didn't do any of that when we went to Disney this year. Like the only character meet and greets we did was Star Wars. Are your kids too old? I don't know. It just wasn't a priority. Like they just wanted to ride the rides, you know? Yeah. And they were kind yeah. of like, oh, like if we see, like we saw a sign that like Merida from Brave was going to be. Yeah. And they were like, oh, I was like, okay, do you guys want to like get in line or get a lightning line for this? And they were like, no, <laughs> we want to go ride rock and roller Merida. coaster, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, um, but we did the Star Wars one. So we met like Darth, Chewie okay. and BB-8. And it was, that was really cool. Cause BB-8 yeah. like interacts with them in the little like uh, droid talk. And it was really, and like leaned his yeah. head over his little droid head over Aww. on Lila's shoulder. It was really cute. So sweet. Yeah. yeah I, and then, I asked her, like, I didn't tell her that we're going to Disney yet. Yeah. I probably won't until we're like leaving the house. There. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but I was like, if you know, who what princess would you like to meet? And she was like, Belle and the Beast. Like, she oh. really wants to meet the Beast. And so I like asked. You should go for dinner. This- There's a dining thing. So I asked in that smart mom's planning Disney Facebook group. Right. I was like, where can I meet Belle and the Beast together? Ideally, where I don't have to spend a ton of money on like the dining, mm-hmm. but willing to, because there's like a BR guest. Dining, yeah. Right. 
apparently Belle is not at Be Our Guest Dining, which to me is just absurd. Like, why? Why is she not there? Absurd. Yeah. (laughs) And then apparently the Beast sometimes makes a walkthrough there, but it's not guaranteed either. I'm like, well, what am I paying for at Be Our Guest then if not to see Belle and the Beast and meet them? Yeah. So that's not a thing, apparently. Okay. Well, I and there's a my show suggestion. at Hollywood Studios yes. for, for both of them. Yep. I don't think we might not get to meet them, but at least you'll get to see them. And then Belle, we might get to meet at, like, I already did book a different, princess, like, princess, princess meet and great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but she's, like, very adamant about meeting the Beast, which is so funny. Like, my child she is, is so bizarre. So like, unpredictable. The things that she, I know she's so unpredictable. Like, She's scared of the silliest things and then is so brave for like, she loves roller coasters, loves the beast. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> I don't know. She's an enigma. So I'm on a mission now. I gotta nice find the beast, you know? Well, uh, as, as previously stated, we'll, we'll not be talking to you during that Wait, time did you ever life. watch Jury Duty? Yeah, I started, we started it. Was it so we, funny? It's so fun. It's hella, It's perfectly right up our alley in terms of yes. the type of comedy that we like, James and I. It's the type of comedy we both agree on. Um, yes, that's because me and Tyler too. He's a James is a little bit like it's not funny to me, and he <laughs> but same. You know what I mean? But yeah. our where the Venn diagram meets, that's exactly the right type of comedy. But we don't watch a lot of TV in general, so we're only one yeah. episode in. But we both are like, this is the show we're gonna watch when we watch tv but we go to bed at eight o'clock on a weeknight so we're not watching tv right now (laughs) and then we were away for the weekend and sometimes that's what we'll do is like a friday night or sunday night but but we're also we were watching top chef with the kids and it was the finale this week so that was like our one hour of tv (laughs) so not that we're like oh tv is bad and we only watch an hour it's just that we just don't have a lot of time yeah because we go to bed so early like very early every night (laughs) Do we think that I shouldn't continue to drink from this water bottle? Yeah, I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> like it's out until I wash it. Like I can't yeah. take a sip from this. That's right the now. same bottle from yesterday. Yeah. Just I mean, although to be fair, you you already have the germs. So maybe why don't you that's unscrew it. it and and just not drink use a straw? Okay, that's better. I don't know. It's new I, water. I filled it up. I should have just washed it, but I literally didn't even think until Okay. Right I mean, when we were talking. What if you take the straw out of the, like the, the, you, there, you got to drink. You're good. You're going to got it. But now I'm going to take a sip because every time you take a sip, I take a sip. It's like a game, like a drinking game. Literally for actually keeping me hydrated though. Right. For the days that we don't have calls, I'm severely dehydrated. (laughs) You and my husband both. I'm like, it's 9 PM and he's like chugging water. I'm like, how much water do you have today? None. I'm like, No. I don't understand how you're not shriveled up like a raisin your whole body. Yeah. Um, okay. We have a really good format for today. So like we should get to it, but before okay. we do, I have one ma- major thing I have not told you yet that I'm going to tell you right oh. now. James gave oh. me permission to get t- t- tickets to see Taylor in either Pittsburgh or Ohio. What? If I can make it through the Ticketmaster queue, which like Last weekend we were driving, she was in Detroit, right? Which is two hours from where I live. I'm also two hours from Toronto. I'm exactly between Detroit and Toronto. So she was in Detroit, but we had to be in his family's house, which is three hours, the opposite direction of Detroit. But Sandy, lovely Sandy from our team texted me while we were, we just left. We'd been on the road for 10 minutes. 
She's like, hey, the queue's open for tonight's show. And like me being the masochist that I am, go on. I get right through the queue and I have floor seats in my cart for that night. And I'm driving the opposite direction. And I had a moment and James is like, well, we'd have to turn around. I'm like, yeah, we have to turn around. (laughs) But then by the time we kind of like did it, it was like, they were gone, right? You have to just go so fast, you know, because you actually won. Yes. You actually won tickets or won the war of getting tickets. Yes. Yes. Um, so then I cried because I was like, listen, I just slipped through your hands. Like, like sands just going through. I was so upset because like, I don't, Lila needs to go to this show. Like she is as big of a Taylor Swift fan as I am. She knows every word to every song. Like she was in her room just by herself singing maroon the other day. Like she just, she wants so to go so badly and I want to give that to her. I would yeah. literally send her with any, like, it doesn't have to, of course I want to go, but she needs to go. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah. So then I was crying because I was like, it was so close. And like, I want, I just desperately want that for her. And so he was like, we were chatting and I was like, what if I can make it through the Ticketmaster queue of like the same weekend drops? And he's like, okay, then go. Like, Budget is what it so is. How we, far is like Ohio or both Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh and Ohio are like a five hour drive from where I am. So it's totally doable. Like if I you, know you would for have some to people like get it that day and then get in the car and drive. Is that so they do like Ticketmaster? They do Thursday drops, which is like the biggest drop. Uh, yeah. And it's usually around like a thousand tickets get dropped on Thursday. Like once the stage is finalized and they know exactly right. how many they'll release whole sections. Or what they did in Detroit was put another floor section in, but like wasn't against the stage. It kind of like filled in a corner. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they'll release that on Thursday. So for all three nights or two, whatever she's doing. For like whatever is there. And then yeah. the day of each show, I think I think it has to do with like friends and family, radio, con- whatever. They'll drop like a smattering more. So my mm. only hope is the Thursday drop because I'm not driving to Pittsburgh on ho- hopeful that I'll get a ticket day of. Right. You ha- you would already have, and it's too far to just an hour before, like you can't do exactly. that. So it's like, you're going to have yeah. to get like it Detroit. I could have, if yes. we were home, I'm two hours from the border. Like I yes. could have made it work same day, but I can't for Pittsburgh or Ohio. So I'm just going to let you know that there's a, there's, there is a one, 1000% chance that like, I could be taking Taylor Lila to see Taylor and me. If you want to come to Pittsburgh or Ohio, then sure. <laughs> Hi there. Okay. And fly back. Perfect. Anyway, Let me know that's my big news. That's my big news. That's um, how I am. I feel very I stressed you were about it. Say, okay. The two things I thought you were going to say was like either a baby or a puppy. So this is no, better. neither of those are ever allowed to happen. <laughs> like, I mean, I don't, I don't playing. want another child. Like, uh. yeah, I don't want another child. Um, I desperately want a dog, but my husband is a absolute firm. Never going to happen. No. And mm. a dog is a two yes, one no thing. Both people have to be yes. Yeah. You cannot, it's not fair to the person who's a hard no to bring a dog into the house. I, I like understand that. Yeah. But it's never going to change my like desire to have one. Yeah. On Monday when Kit, she had an appointment with a specialist for her toe walking and we drove, like her specialist was in Tampa. So we drove past the stadium and I was like, yeah. that's, that's where mommy saw Taylor. And mm-hmm. she was like, oh, if you take me to see Taylor, I want to go see Taylor. And I was like, yeah, I'll take you one day. I'll take you when she comes back. It was so sweet. Like, I want to go see Taylor. 
Well, rumors are that she will come to Canada next summer because the venues, the only venues large enough are like outdoors here. And mm-hmm. obviously you can't do Canada in the winter time outdoors. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll potentially next summer, her dreams will right. come true. Okay. So do let's do this. Cause this was like, wait, a lot of chatter. <laughs> a lot Hi, of chatter. Um, okay. So what I want to do today is something a little bit different. I went on Reddit and I found 10 stories, submissions. And okay. instead of doing in-depth analysis, we're calling this the speed round. And okay. I just, we're going to do like speed dating, but speed dating very stories. fast. Yeah. Like what is your gut reaction? Your, the first piece of advice that comes to mind, um, for these 10 people. And I don't know if they're ever going to listen. Cause like I said, I found this on Reddit, but okay. I just thought it was really interesting. And my, re- like, reaction because Reddit's yeah, they, they might not need advice. So. Yes. Never Some of them do, it. but it's okay. okay. They're never going to okay. hear it. Okay. okay. Are you ready? <laughs> I think so. I'm nervous. Okay. I'm not even giving you the document to read them. I'm just going for I it. Know. Like... I know. Okay. So the first one, should I accept a pay cut to escape a toxic workplace? I'm a 30 year old engineer, work for a private company, it's a toxic, terrible workplace. Um, I've been offered another position, but I will my salary will be decreased and I will lose my company car and the workplace is significantly further away. So my, uh, oh no, sorry. The new workplace is significantly closer, reducing the oh. commute from 30 minutes to five minutes. So closer commute, but no company vehicle, which is her only vehicle that like mm-hmm. she uses it and um, a lower salary, but the yes. other place is toxic. Yes, you should do it. You should leave. Toxicity is not worth your sanity, your salary, money ain't it all. I mean, I know you're going to have to buy a car or buy an electric bike since it's only five minutes away now. Yeah. Or walk. Or walk. Buy a regular bike. Literally. Yeah, I'd get out of there. Um, I agree, except with the caveat that you maybe need to like, just run those numbers. Well, you can negotiate. You can try to negotiate for sure. Um, but you have to have like a very frank look at your finances to see like, what is this going to do? Cause like eventually you should leave, but maybe not right now. If like in two months, you're going to be really struggling financially. Maybe you need to like get your ducks in a row before you find a new position. If this one just is not going to cover your bills. Yeah. Maybe like you got to reduce your expenses. I know. In some way, shape or form. Yeah. But like just make sure that Tyler you're... took a huge pay cut once to leave our corporate, like toxic environment. And yeah, it was well worth it. So yeah. Been there. All right. Okay. Next one. Suggestions for dealing with a toxic colleague. Um, I have a toxic colleague I need to interact with on a daily basis. He comes off as aggressive, but is very sensitive to most comments and feedback when it's directed towards him. What irks me the most sometimes is he doesn't realize his own jokes are hurtful and he can be annoying. What's the best way to handle these interactions without being super confrontational? Hmm. I would just communicate like maybe in the moment that like, Hey, that comment. It's kind of hurtful. I don't know. Mm. Is that confrontational? I don't think that's I mean, confrontational. Maybe they don't know. Yeah. I think that you sometimes, like, I don't think you can avoid being confrontational. Like, yeah. Like you have to tell him that it's not kind. Yeah. And there's a difference between you. like confrontational and like aggressive, you know, like you can just say, 
say like, oh, I don't communicate. I, don't like I think there's a difference between like just communicating yeah. and being confrontational, right? Yes. Like you can communicate that this is hurtful without yeah. being confrontational about it. Like I wouldn't be, yeah, I would just be like matter of fact of like, hey, when you make those comments, it's actually very hurtful to me. That's not yeah. confrontational, but totally, it'll make them feel badly, which is what you want. <laughs> I, um, I remember this when I was, I read a story that was like, when you're getting like a sexual harassment joke at work and instead of laughing, like if you're being sexually harassed or the joke is like unfunny, instead of laughing, just be like, I don't get it. And like make them explain it. Oh, that's good. Because if they have to explain why the joke about your body or your sexuality or whatever is funny, they're not going to, or you know what I mean? So it's like a really so good way awkward. of just being that's like, amazing. oh, I don't, I don't get that. Can you explain it to me? Like, what's funny about, where's the joke there? You know, mm-hmm. it's kind of same, same, but different in this scenario. Just, I think that's a great approach too. Like if you don't even want to say that's a really hurtful comment or whatever, you could say, I don't get it. Yeah. Can you explain? Yeah. I love it. Okay. <laughs> next one. Number three. Um, I recently left a really toxic workplace and I was wondering if I should warn the new employees they hired about how terrible and exploitative this place is. And, and should I warn them? Like, should you warn new employees if you leave a toxic workplace? No, you should just leave. I know. Because it's like, it was toxic for you. It may not be toxic for them. Maybe you were part of the toxicity. <laughs> like, yeah. and maybe they won't have that same experience or maybe they will. And they'll need to learn that in their own time. I don't think that, yeah, I don't also know that anything you're saying as an ex-employee is going to be that, like, have that much weight Yeah, because it's like hearing, it's like hearing from, okay, this is like hearing from an ex-girlfriend of the guy that you're currently dating, like, he's crazy, he's this, but he's always told you that his ex is crazy, so you're like, Mm, how -hmm. much of this do I believe but if it was like abusive yes I would want to know that right so maybe there's like a line here of what's happening in the world like is it just a toxic culture that was not like your cup of tea or was there like sexual harassment that I would communicate to someone yeah so I think it's like what is the the level you know because what's toxic to someone may be fine to someone else I don't know yeah I agree. It's so hard to feel like, I, I guess it just, it really does depend on, on what's happening because I have left work environments where I would not want another female to enter in those same conditions. Yeah. But also it's like not my circus, not my monkeys, you know? Yeah. It's like not your job to protect every, what are you going to do? Stay around forever. Cause okay. You're doing this yeah. for the next person, but then are you going to do it for the person after that? And the person after that, and the person after that, like yeah. at, at what point does it not become your responsibility anymore? Unless you yeah. are working to make a change somehow and, you know, out these people or file legal suit, you know, like if, if that is the level of what's happening there, then yes, pursue those things. But I don't think it's your burden to bear in terms of, you know, being able to intercept every new employee that this company has. It's just a responsibility that you can't hold on to. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. 
Okay, next one. Um, how should I deal with my manager's erratic behavior? They're very difficult in many ways, and the stress has led uh, led me to take a 10-day stress leave. I'm putting together a document for HR with a history of the difficulties I have encountered, including inconsistency and erratic behavior. Um, is that the type of thing that I should include in the letter to HR, just inconsistencies and erratic behavior, or how should I document this in a way that's like effective? Yeah, I think you should could and should document anything that's like giving you stress in the workplace. It may or may not be relevant or necessarily a problem from an HR perspective. You know, some of those things might be like, okay, like that's not really something that we can, that might just be his work, his or her work type. Like maybe they're just a little all over the place mm -hmm. and that's not necessarily something that is an HR violation. Yeah. It is stressing you out, but I don't see a problem with documenting it and bringing it because maybe it's maybe like it creates more of a holistic full picture of what's going on. Um, there's probably not enough details for me to say if this, if this manager is actually a problem or not, you know, like mm -hmm. sure. Inconsistencies are problematic. Have you brought up those inconsistencies and erratic behavior with your boss yet? If not, why not? And then, yeah. Yeah. Like this example they gave is one week, my manager is begging me to work overtime and promises a day off in lieu. Another week when I ask to take the promised day off, they are hostile asking where all my overtime is being spent. <laughs> so like, like that's the kind of stuff you have to document. Like I was given a yeah. day in lieu and then I was given a hard time for trying to take that day. Like that's a yeah, clear. I definitely. Yeah. I would definitely also bring that up when your manager is giving you the hard time, you know, yeah. Doc oh, just like documented the stay in lieu. <laughs> this is what I'm taking it for or whatever. But if you're not being received or it's being, you know, if there's hostility when you're talking about it, then yeah, I would definitely yeah. document all those things and bring it to HR. Okay. For sure. Next for show. Next one, if especially if you have an HR department, like that's what they're there for. Um, They'll tell you if it's relevant or not, you know. Yeah. They'll help you sort it out. Yeah. The next one is I submitted my you know, six months in advance, I submitted a, a time off request for four days and my manager replied, sounds like you have a lot of time to get your shifts covered between now and then. Is that appropriate on their end? Hmm. I think no. <laughs> I think if I, if someone is submitting time off requests six months in advance, like this is like a, like a retail slash, like they're a kid, like they work in a restaurant. You know what I mean? It's not it's yeah. not a salary yeah, like to the schedule. The schedule hasn't been made, right? No, no. This is like a hourly service position, you know, service industry, customer service. You're yeah. saying six months, I'm going to be off for four days. And the manager's inferring you'll have to get that covered. Yeah, no, that's silly. Just don't put me on the schedule that week. I'm just I'm not showing up. Yeah. <laughs> Why is it my job to get someone to cover it when you're the manager and I'm giving this to you well enough in advance that you should just not put me on the schedule. Yeah. And I think that's like, I understand you were kind of like, Hmm, because I get clockwork. If I'm like, Oh, I'm taking two weeks off or a week off yeah. in November, I have to make sure that my responsibilities are being covered by to yes. someone need to take a I'm coaching on. call. Does someone need to record this dear work wives podcast episode? Right? Like, yeah, but that's not the same as as a position where you have a weekly schedule that gets slotted right. in based on availability. Yeah. 
yeah it's weird it's weird managers are weird sounds like a power trip yeah um it's like okay well good luck i'm not gonna be here um okay is the drinking culture of my team and hr issues i'm part of an industry that organizes large trade shows and conferences everyone typically drinks to the point of several of them coming in hung over the next day do you think that this is an hr concern or how mm. would you handle this? I So I have worked in industries where the drinking culture is out of control. Yeah. I have gone to these trade shows where the next day everyone is so hungover, taking the ferry back to, this is when I lived in Vancouver Island, like taking the ferry back and you, you know all the restaurant entry people, everyone is so hungover, myself included. Um, <laughs> and it is a concern, you know what I mean? It is like a, I don't know if it's an HR concern, but I yeah, do. Like, is it affecting their work or is it just annoying? Yeah. That's my question. Cause like, if it's affecting their work, then it could become an HR yeah. conversation. If the expectation is annoying. that you go, I think it becomes a problem. If the expectation is you, you go with these clients or your team works and the expectation is you have from the company is that you're expected to drink and carry on. That is when it's an HR issue. Mm -hmm. Like you can't, oh, yeah. like, you know what I mean? No. Like, like you don't have to partake at all in any yeah. of this. And if there is, feels like some sort of expectation, yeah. then I would communicate that. Yeah. Um, similar to how like I used to work in the forestry industry and I used to have to like take foresters and landowners and stuff like out to lunch it was like part of our like we just had to build relationships in yeah. order to be able to buy wood from certain people and get best deal whatever it's just like a very old boys like old boys club type yes. of industry and I remember like I didn't eat meat for a very like I was kind of vegan and slash vegetarian for a pretty long time and I remember like one of the first lunches that I went to like we're talking middle of nowhere in the south type of restaurants like there is no such thing as like vegetarian vegan. meals yeah. vegan meals and I remember yeah. like eating chicken that meal just because I felt like if I don't eat this like when am I gonna yeah I'm gonna be a spectacle you know it's gonna yeah. be this whole thing if I don't so just just do it just like eat the the meat plus two veggies type of plate that this yeah. country kitchen has prepared it for you knowing that I was probably going to get sick later because I hadn't eaten meat in so long like it was fine but it did feel like I had to to fit in type of thing or to not cause a scene because I was already a woman in a very like man's industry I was yeah. young so I knew I was like being judged on so many levels and I just didn't want them to like judge me like oh city girl you know like can't eat yeah. me or what you know like I just knew it was gonna be a thing so I just didn't even want to deal with it so I could see also sometimes because I don't really drink a lot and sometimes I'll go out and just like have a water or a you know a club soda and yeah like, why aren't you drinking why aren't you drinking and I'm like you don't want to explain yourself sometimes you're just like I just don't want to like why is it a thing that you yeah. have to you yeah. know <laughs> why is there this expectation from other people yeah just worry about yourself and what you're putting in your own body not me I'm still able to have a good time yeah so I can understand so I think it's more of like do you feel some sort of pressure to engage are they just annoying or is it actually like hindering their work? And if so, then yes, bring it to HR. 
Yes. Or if they're pressuring you, then yeah, bring that to HR too. Yeah, I agree. We might need to be, you know, like there's lots of companies that are like, if you're taking a client out for dinner, like you're on the job, so you can't drink versus others that are like, do anything to make the client happy. So if the client wants yeah. to split a bottle of wine, then you got, you know, so it's, it's yeah. a delicate dance. So yeah. good luck. Okay. Yeah. Next one. I'm up for my first job performance review at my first big girl job. Yeah. Um, I have to rate myself. And one of the questions is what is one thing you want to tell us? How, how honest can I be in this question? Oh, does it look back I to know what those she empty? wants to say? I know. Right. She does. She, they didn't say that. They just said like, how appropriate is it to be honest in these questions? And when you're rating yourselves, if you'd rate yourself as like poor average exceptional, and is it okay to leave the comment box empty? Like basically how much stock do people put into these reviews and how transparent should you be as an employee? When I read these, like as a manager, as like a leader, I'm looking for people to be self-reflective. So I don't want someone to like rate that. Like if someone's not actually a 10 on all these, like it almost, and they rate themselves like super high. It's actually yeah. a big red flag for me. I'm like, wow, they have no self-awareness, right? Like yeah. they think they're absolutely crushing it at all of these things. That makes the conversation much harder for me as a manager totally. versus recognizing some areas of opportunity, weakness, or even like recognizing where you did well so that you can also recognize the flip side of where I want to improve. So I think being self-aware is important and being transparent with those things of like, I do want to get better at these. I wouldn't rank myself a 10 or I would rank myself a 10 here, but I would rank myself a seven here. I think that you yeah. can only rank yourself tens if you're also willing to rank yourself some other lows, like where you do need improvement. Otherwise, if you rank yourself high across the board, it looks very uh, sus to me. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, a, it's an alarming. In terms of like being transparent, I think it depends on the company culture. I don't know if you have a vibe yet for like what that is. I would want people to be totally transparent in terms of like what, the answer to that question would be of like, what do you want us to, what was the question? Like, what do you want to show? Like how, like, yeah. Like anything you want to tell us. Like that's such an open-ended question it's so for one. They shouldn't ask the question that way. So I can see what that would trip me up. I'd be like, I want to tell you that like I struggle in this relationship with this coworker, or I hate this part of my job. You know, like, yeah. I think the question is too open-ended for them to get any sort of quality answers. I would agree. Like, I'm like, what do you mean? Anything you want to tell? <laughs> like, I feel like that could, that's could, like a good wrap up question. Like beyond all these else? specific questions we've asked anything else, you know? Yeah. But I think the more honest and open you can be the better personally, because yeah. eventually these things come out or they eat at you. Like if there's something bothering you, you know, yeah, you have to let it out or you'll yeah. become miserable. Yeah. Okay. Good luck. I agree. Good luck. Yeah. Bullying. This is the next one. It's about bullying. I've had, uh, this is from an HR person. I've had two separate claims of bullying by employees. One time is clearly feedback that the other employee didn't like, and then claimed they were being bullied. Um, and then the other was two egos getting into a power struggle. That one was investigated and found that like, they're not good team. They didn't collaborate well, but there was like not bullying going on as an HR person or as a CEO, like how would you address your team for throwing around? I think bullying is a pretty heavy accusation. Yeah. Like how do you, how do you then address like 
like the bullying claims aside, those have been dealt with. How do we then deal with like people basically crying wolf? But then again, they're not crying wolf because they were feeling a certain sort of way. So I don't know. I just thought it was an interesting question. Ugh. You know? It's so hard because you want to validate people's feelings, but also, yeah, it's a heavy charge to throw around. Like that could be really detrimental to that person's career or their work at this place but like their the other person's feelings might be valid but but both like were they bullying you or did you just not like the conversation that was had right um I think like to me people need to communicate to each other first so that we're not like triangulating people in um I think a lot of times people, things get like blown out of proportion when it's like gossiped about or shared with like bringing a third party in versus like, Hey, like the way that you said that hurt my feelings or like, this is how it made me feel. Yeah. It might've been just like handled right there. The person may have been like, Oh, that's like totally not how I meant it. Or I'm so sorry. Like blah, blah, blah. Then they could handle it. Or then maybe it does escalate and then you know for sure, is this person really bullying me or was it just a misunderstanding? Yeah. Um, I think that a lot of times we're scared to like have those conversations because they feel tough or you feel bullied in that moment. So you don't want to ask the person, but truly sometimes I think people read things the wrong way or are too sensitive or don't give people the benefit of the doubt in what maybe they're dealing with too you know like maybe they just had a really frustrating conversation and so the tone was misrepresented yeah yeah Yeah. it's a tough one yeah but you don't want someone in your culture to be bullied either and so like would you say that bullying like also needs to be a pattern like to me bullying is a pattern of behavior versus an interaction that wasn't interaction where someone was cruel or like not unkind or the tone was off like to me bullying yeah. is like a pattern of that behavior versus like oh I didn't like their tone that yes. hurt my feelings yeah I think I think it takes time to establish that someone is a bully you know yeah versus yeah. like they had a bad day or or they didn't they didn't handle themselves well in this interaction but that doesn't make them a yeah. bully it just could mean it just means that they're a human but yeah. I do think you have to leave space for like if those interactions continue happening Yes. And there's a common denominator, then we need to have a deeper conversation with that person, I would say. Yes. So maybe this person is not a bully, but maybe they need to improve their tone or the way that they communicate, right? Because there's obviously been multiple, even if they were dismissed, like something is happening, that there were yeah. multiple, you know, accusations of bullying. Um, yeah. I think it's a harsh word, but maybe there is something for them to self-reflect on too. Yeah. Um, James, when you listen to this later, it's 11, 11. I can't text him during this episode, but it's 11, 11. Do you always Noted. text him at 11, 11? If we both see 11, 11 or 12, 34, we text each other. So it's sweet. like a little, I love you through the day, mm, oh but God. I won't do it now. Um, okay. Two more. And these are, you. thank you. These are really good ones. Okay. So I'm a, I am a remote employee. I've worked here for almost a year. I have to take four to five trips per year three to four nights in length. When I started, the travel policy was for single occupancy hotel room. They've now tried to change it to double occupancy hotel room. And if you want a single room, you have to pay for half of it of your own pocket. How would you <laughs> handle that? I would quit. 
Yeah, that's a hard no for me. Like, I can't imagine being working forced my former to share? Co- company and being forced to share a room with someone while I'm traveling. No, like when even when we went to on our clockwork team retreat, like I was like, if we need to, because we ended up going with a house. I was like, if we need yeah. to, like Gabby and I could share a room, and I was like, I was like, you and I could share could share a room, but like it's not yeah. ideal. Ideally, you have your own, space, your own space, and like we're a very tight knit team, but it, like a whole team of like. Be- and you're forced to have double occupancy. Like I would, I don't even know if that's, that like, seems like illegal if, to me. I know. Like I have to take a poop or like I have my period or I, or this other person. I snore. snore. Or what if I like sleep, sleep, sleep apnea or, <laughs> or am, uh, I have inso- insomnia or work late at night or there's a bajillion things. Like, it's just but, like, I don't want someone yeah. in the room with me. Yeah. I think that that's um, like, am I getting paid for 24 hours a day? Because also now that I'm on no off time. Yeah. yeah. So I would, if, if I even accepted, I'd be like, oh, well, this is all overtime then. Yeah. Cause I am in this room with this person and they're making me talk to them. Yeah. <laughs> this is not camp. <laughs> my worst nightmare. <laughs> this is not camp. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, I didn't not- sign up for that. No. And also here. when you signed up for this job, it was single occupancy. So I feel like in your contract, you could be like, no, no, no. no. Yeah. I agree to that. I'll stay and at I like a have... lower quality hotel to have my own space. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need anything beyond just like a bed and a shower, but like, I need it to be my own bed and shower. Like, even if they did an Airbnb, I would be okay if we were in like an Airbnb and yes. I had my own room. And my totally. Bathroom. Your own room and bathroom. Well, I'm not sharing a bed, but no, no. no. Wild. You gotta, Inappropriate. You what about changing? I would be like, I'm yeah, no, like there's There's just no way. This just seems like it's so like impossible that it can't be real, but it's real. Especially with like, okay, so what are they doing? Putting all the same gendered people, like that seems inappropriate too. Like, especially with the way that the world works now, like, okay, you're technically a woman, but that doesn't mean anything to me. Like, yeah, it's just like inappropriate in all shapes and forms. Like, like I can barely stand sleeping beside my husband same let alone like a, someone who's like a, a a work colleague like when we go to hotel <laughs> you sleep in the separate beds if if there are two beds I'm sleeping in the separate bed yeah like if there is an option for like two doubles versus one king sometimes I'm getting the two doubles yeah we always get the king because we don't have a king size bed. So well, it's like a king size bed at home and it's great. It's luxurious. Yeah. And if we get a king, I'm fine with it. But like, no, yeah, that's your bed. That's my bed. Well, we don't have that option anymore because now our children need a bed. So yeah. But if you like went for, the- oh, just the two of us. Oh, like, yeah. like how I didn't even think that that was like a possibility of happening ever. Yeah. It's never happened to me, but like yeah. one day. Yeah. Um, it got really dark outside and now my lighting's crap. So it's okay. We have one more. This is in like this midnight room. I know. I'm like, really? I keep messing with the lighting and I'm just like Taylor inspired midnight. Like your face still looks good. I mean, my lighting has been terrible the whole time. So at least it is what it is. Good thing. It's a podcast. Most people just listen to it. Um, okay. Last one. This is a juicy one. My ex, I just received an email that my ex employer overpaid me on my last check. We did not part on good terms and I want to keep the funds. Mm. What, what would you do? Mm. Oh. 
are. Right. Like I'm assuming that they're asking them to send them back. Yeah. Do they know? Or no? They, yeah, they like got the an email. Doesn't know. Oh, no, they, they got did. An email from the company. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That, like they they were overplayed, overpaid. Yeah, I'd probably give it back if they noticed. If the company noticed, yeah. I mean, I would because I'm such a rule follower. But part of me is like, Same. too bad. So like, you made the mistake, and I'm not mm-hmm. your employee anymore. Because like, if you were still an employee and you're overpaid on one check, they just take it off the next one yeah but like what are they gonna do yeah you know but I mean the I right mean, thing I to was do is send it back struggling with like would I give it back if the company didn't know and yeah. I just saw it like ethically I'm like oh like probably I should give it back but the temptation would be to not give it back but the fact that they emailed me I wouldn't be able to like ignore that be- yeah no even even though I would want to I want to be like no that's, that's like, the right the- thing to do the right thing to do is give it back the ro- but like of course there's a huge part of me that's like stick it to the man and just what did the people it. in reddit say they say keep it they said send it back i mean <laughs> oh, they said send it back. yeah yeah okay because like there's just things that people can do you know it's just not worth it yeah like it's not worth the drama like it's not worth yeah having to think about it anymore you right. know to me like sometimes you're just preserving your mental energy yeah and if they're going to keep emailing you about it, then you're going to have to keep thinking about it. Or right. if they're going to send their lawyers. To, like, it's just not even worth it. It's just like, send it back, do the right thing. Yeah. Just so you can be done with this, right? right. You, you left there because the energy was bad in one sh- way, shape or form. So cut it off, right? And like, yeah. this is the way to cut it off so that yeah. you're not attached to it anymore. I'm like, if they overpaid me by like thousands of dollars, I would immediately be like, this is wrong. Cause you're going to come back for that anyway. If they overpaid you by like $80 and they're coming for you for that, like that's just annoying on their part, you know? Yeah. yeah. But it, but it's also, it's not worth it. So yeah. anyway, I don't know how fast we actually went through those, but I enjoyed it. Good times. So many, Speed so dating. many stories. Speed work wifeys. Yeah. Slash not that speedy but we'll work on it we'll yeah. work on improving and we will work well, on improving like all of our te- everything you know we're just growing mm-hmm. we're learning we're changing we're just always dedicated to being we're better. committed we're committed to this podcast for the long haul and becoming better so we're not going to let this take us down you know no, even though we both look like we are literally living inside of a flash right now but it's okay yes. <laughs> it is what it is well, we that's will that. see you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday.